redo this. We're gonna redo this. We're gonna redo this. They oh, know. I lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we'll search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform a response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Culpa by King's Kaleidoscope. All right, let's try this again. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back into episode number 25 of the Fluent Grace Podcast. Hola. We have Tyler, and we do not have Colin, so. R.I.P. Colin. Yeah. I guess he's not dead. Yeah, I really have no idea. I feel like, true statement, every time we record an episode, I have a different person sitting across from me. It's true. You and Colin have swapped seats for the past, like, four episodes. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, I went on strike. I wasn't getting paid enough, so... Yeah, that's true. If anybody was getting paid, it would definitely be Tyler. That's right. The big bucks, baby. Because <laughs> he's the only one that has, like, an LLC Enterprises set up. That's right. That is true. None of us do. Here's so the question. Set up. I need to set it up. Yeah, here's the question. Did you get any uh, messages on your Facebook account? No messages. Fluent Grace listeners, y'all are failures. We told everybody to go to your Facebook and write one word on your Facebook profile. Yeah, didn't get You one. got nothing. Didn't get any. Well, so that either means that nobody actually listens to us, which that's a real possibility, or... That means the folks that do listen are just too lazy to actually go on social media and write something. Now, my account is set to private, so I don't know if... I guess I could still see messages, though, if you message. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't either. I want to go with nobody listens to us. Uh, that's probably, that's probably true, it. Too. That's probably so, true. All you people that aren't really listening to us right now, we are enjoying wasting imagining the fact that somebody's listening, and we're enjoying the fact that we're wasting our life. Just yeah. wasting our life away. Yeah. For the next 30 minutes, we are going to waste every second of it because nobody's actually going to care. Anyway. <laughs> on another uh, light note. On another light note. What have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Uh, let's see. Last weekend, I spoke at a college retreat. That was fun. Dude, I saw that. You were up at uh, Whitewater? The Whitewater Express. We went whitewater rafting, and it was freezing. It was, was like say, 60 it's de- October. It was 60-degree air temp. So, yeah. like... When you got wet, it would like you were more. I would have been warmer in the water than outside the water. I think, and that water is really cold. When do they shut down the white water? Uh, I think at the end of the month. The end of this month. Yep. So yeah. you can go on an October thirty first white water trip. Yeah, probably. How about that? Do a little uh, night rafting on the thirty first. Yeah. God, that should be <laughs> terrible, man. It did feel nice though. It felt so nice. Yeah. I put my phone on silent. Yeah. How long were you up there? Uh, how long? Let's see. Friday to Monday. All right. So no, full Friday weekend. to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty quick. That's right. It was a quick trip. Um, spoke about gospel fluency and what does that mean? Kind of what this uh, podcast is about. Except we use smaller words. 
Yeah. Uh, what do we use? <laughs> Fluent grace. Stuff. We use stuff. Gospels yeah. about everyday stuff. Yes, yeah, stuff. That's right. So <laughs> we looked at before you can be fluent in the gospel, you have to first know how to preach the gospel to yourself. Before you can speak a language, you have to speak it to yourself. And then, then the second session, we looked at how do you preach the gospel in the everyday stuff of life. Yeah. Well, and before that, you got to know what the gospel is. That's true. That's true. So, I could try to speak fluent French all day long, but it's true. <laughs> I'm not going to make it very far because I don't know French. These were church kids. They were pretty familiar with the um, the gospel message. Okay. They weren't really familiar. I don't want to say that. that's not fair. I don't know if they were. I don't know. <laughs> they were. They were. They we'll were church folk. Yeah, yeah. You know, all us church folk, we have all the right answers. Uh, that's right. Yeah. We have all the right answers and have no idea how to apply it. Mm. Or we do not have the right answers, know how to apply it, and don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Which might be even worse. That's true. Pull a Jonah. Mm-hmm. We know the right answers. We know what's going to happen, and we just run the other way. It's like the Bible talks about, you know, being truth suppressors. Ah, don't like, hit us with that Romans 1 now. It's like they know what we're talking. It's like, <laughs> it's like they know us or something. Yeah. It's like the Bible knows us, you yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, we've had a... I'm trying to think over the last couple of weeks since we've done this. Uh, we talked last time about my quick trip to Pennsylvania. So that was, I guess, the last big thing that's happened. Coming up here in the next few hours, though, we're about to embark on something that is daunting. It's an overnight lock-in with 60 teenagers. Mm-hmm. So, I remember those. Yeah, this may be the last uh, podcast we ever do. Did you know have a kid split their head open? We did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I... I, I it's a good thing we're not publishing this podcast until after we get back because I don't want to remind folks of that. That's right. But yes, that did happen at the same place we're going. And we are going to pray really hard that that does not happen again. Literally got a text earlier today of a, from, it was a group text of some of my old student leaders reminding me of a, a lock-in that we were actually doing this time like a few years ago. So it was a few years back. And, uh, it was a video of all of us the next morning, like right before we went home. <laughs> we looked like we looked we looked horrible. Yeah, we looked horrible. We looked exhausted, like crackheads, man. Yeah. Was it a, like an airwalk lock-in? It was an airwalk lock-in. It was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was good. That'll be us in. Let's see. It is currently two forty-three p.m. We will be going until about eight thirty a.m. That's when we'll be back here. Lock-ins lead to student pastor retirements. <laughs> true story oh don't worry folks by the time you hear this I will not have retired <laughs> guarantee although who knows maybe some folks would want me to and so it's <laughs> I guarantee if you get another split head oh there will be no retiring if that happens there'll be straight pink slips oh pink slip yeah I'll get pink slipped on that one hey so speaking of Facebook um, if you go to your memories Right now, what is the most awkward or embarrassing thing on there from your memories? Uh, if you go into the Facebook app. I mean, anything back when Facebook was, like when you did your status, it would be like, Tyler LaFoy is. Do you remember that? Like, I mean, you're going way back in the early Facebook days. Yeah. Like, it yeah. wouldn't let you just put a status like it will now. It was... Like, you couldn't change the is. So, Tim Wilson is 
recording a podcast. And like people would literally put like, or, or I'll speak for myself. I put the stupidest stuff on there, man. Like Tyler LaFoy is sitting at home watching TV. Like nobody cares, man, about your or they would ignore the fact that the is is there, and they would write out a paragraph about what they're doing, regardless of the is. So they say something like, "Tim Wilson is hey look, it's a rhino running across McFarland Boulevard." Oh, <laughs> uh, yep, that was my favorite. So I'm uh, I'm looking at my memories right now. And it looks like Facebook has taken the is off of the old posts. Because I'm looking at a couple here that are just like what you're saying. Okay. Uh, Tim Wilson, and then it says, at school. I'm pulling mine up. So it doesn't say is anymore. It just says, you know, whatever the text was. This could be a fun uh, segment. We look at our old Facebook memories. Yeah. This was 13 years ago. 13 years? I don't know if I was on here 13 years ago. I'm going to go to my oldest one. Yeah. 11 years ago. Oh, here we go. Tyler LaFoy is Six Flags Tomorrow. Woohoo! <laughs> Eleven years ago, on the same day, Tyler LaFoy is How About That Crimson Tide? How about it? Tim Wilson was trying to sleep 13 years ago. Eleven years ago, Tyler LaFoy had a good time in ATL, but is ready to come home. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. This was 10 years ago, October 18, 2009. Tim Wilson had a great day and got to hang out with a bunch of four- and five-year-old cubbies. <laughs> Man, it's been a while since I've sat through an Awana night. <laughs> Six years ago. It's Friday. Hey, it's Friday today. Six years ago. It's Friday. Roll Tide. There you go. Beautiful. The old Facebook memories. Man, uh, what? I like to say Roll Tide five years ago. Well, Roll Tide to that. <laughs> Five years ago, I blame Manti Teo's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh. That's good. Dude, I, all right, so five years ago, <coughs> I bet a lot of folks listening to this wouldn't even know who Manti Teo is. Is it Manti, Manti? No, oh, I don't know. Is oh. that even a real person? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Oh, good times. So there you go. That's a look at uh, Tyler and Tim's Facebook memories. Uh, so interesting. Sponsored by Mark Zuckerberg himself. I'll take a million dollars, Zuckerberg. <laughs> That's right. Oh, goodness. So uh, let's chat about this. What are we talking about today, Tim? Oh, dang. I was trying to bypass that comment, but you got me. You got him. What do you think about celebrity Christians? We'll just throw that question out there. Um, what do you think about celebrity Christians? Um, I think that they are um, famous and they love Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, man. Celebrity Christians. Yep. What are we talking about when we say celebrity yep. Christians? Are we talking about the whole celebrity uh, pastor craze is pretty big today. Like we follow pastors on social media. Um, only want to listen to them downgrade our current pastors because they don't live up to some fantasy expectation mm. that God has equipped certain men with. Mm. Yep. Mm. So I would say, I guess I would define, how would we define celebrity? Uh, let's use social media as a measuring stick, which is probably poor. But anyway, I would say a celebrity is someone that's got, I don't know, 10,000 or more followers. Let's 10, go with that. 
That's not like a huge number, right? Yeah, most of these. Reasonable. I mean, that's reasonable. Yeah. You know? Most of these celebrities have like 10 million followers. I'm at a solid. I don't even know what I have. Let's see. I'm at a solid 500. Like. I'm at a solid 650. Good. I, I'm pretty goodness. close, man. I, I'm I'm only 9,400 away. You know what that means, though? Is that means you're way more celebrity than I am. Only by 100. Because I'm only at like 500. Only by 150. Hey. I mean. That's like 20% of all that I have, so. Tyler is 20% more celebrity than I am, folks. You heard it here. Uh, anyway, so if celebrity is defined by uh, social media, which really it shouldn't be, but in today's world, that's just how we're going to do yeah, it right now. Yeah, everybody defines their identity by social media. Exactly, which is another topic that we'll that get into. That makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Right. Um, but so celebrity uh, Christians will say you know 10,000 followers or more, right? So they've got a pretty good little... Uh, following that could be pastors, right? There's a number of uh, quote unquote celebrity pastors, guys that have built mega churches, are super active on the social medias, right? They're the guys that are always getting the Instagrammable quotes and mm-hmm. you know making the statements that are on the you know Pinterest boards. A lot of followers, very few friends. That's not a fair. That's that's kind of mean. Could be. Could be. But that's could not be. Fair. I don't yeah. want to rip on people. Right. Since I don't know any of these celebrity pastors, I could not make that. I do statement. like to rip on people. Though. I shouldn't <laughs> rip on people, man. This Which, is a confession, a public confession that I'm sorry for ripping on people, well, even you Mississippians. But I'm still not going to let up on you. Speaking of Mississippi, my two-year-old went to Mississippi a couple weeks ago and came back sick. I blame Mississippi. Absolutely. So, it probably has nothing to do with. You know, the fact that she was already getting sick, but, you know. Sure problem, Mississippi. That's right. Babies. (laughs) Don't hurt the kids. Uh, All right, anyway, so celebrity uh, Christians could be pastors. It could just be folks that are, you know, already celebrities and then, you know, go through a uh, conversion uh, experience. Someone like a a Justin Bieber or Mm -hmm. a uh, uh, Kanye West, right? He's been pretty big recently in the uh, Christianity world. Could be somebody that's been there a while, right? A Tim Tebow figure. He's been in the... I mean, he's got a whole action named after him, right? An action? Yeah, Tebowing. Isn't that what it is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. When you, like, go on one knee and... Like, I need to come up with something called, Lef- like, Lefoying. What would that look like? This is a question for social media. What would Wilson-ing look like? Or Lefoying or Sheryling? I have some good ones for Sheryling. I won't share them here. All right. Well, since Colin's not here, we can talk about Sherilyn. Oh, okay. 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 So, what would Sherilyn? Uh, what would like? Sherilyn look like? Um, I feel like it's got to involve strength in Absolutely. some way, and like just a massive brute of a dude. <laughs> like something's got. And in all fairness, right? Last time we were all three in a room together, uh, we compared. No, Colin himself compared himself to Mister Incredible. So you that's know, not narcissistic or anything, Colin. No, no, that's the Colin. What I, said, right. I mean, if I mean, do you expect narcissism with a with a tagline like the Colin? <laughs> I see that as just being confident, Tyler. <laughs> WWJD, Tim. Would Jesus what? tagline be <laughs> the Jesus? That would be the Christ. There, I mean, there you go. I mean, he did say the way, the truth, and the life. The he, he his would be. That? I am. <laughs> At I am. His would be or his is? 
Oh, how about that? Oh, Jesus juke, <laughs> Jesus juke, homeschooler just Jesus juke me. Boom. So uh, anyway, Cheryl back Lane. to Sherilyn. Right? I think it would involve chugging two <laughs> gallons of milk at one time without throwing up. Without throwing up. <laughs> That's Sherling in my brain right Is now. that even something that anybody has been able to accomplish? I don't think so, but a Cheryl so. could do it. Yeah. All right, so there you go, folks. If you can successfully chug two gallons of milk without throwing up. Please video this. <laughs> please video it, and that is officially called Sherling. So Done, just like that. All right, so there you go. Um, y'all can come up with what a Lafoyan would be or a Wilsonian would be. That'll but be since cool. we're here and present, we're not going to talk about That's that true. right now. That's true. Yeah. What are we talking about? Tebow. Oh, Tebow. Yeah, Tebow, uh, sorry, I'm plugging on my computer because it's about to die. So what do we do with celebrities like all these people? Yeah, celebrity Christians. Uh, how do we view them? What do we think about them? Um, that kind of thing. Here's what I think. I think we shouldn't be fanboys. Okay, meaning? Meaning we are infatuated with these people to the point of idolatry. Mm. So <clears throat> Paul had a little something-something to say about this. Go figure. Scripture has something to say about these issues. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 11 and 13, 11 through 13, Paul says this. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there is quarreling among you, my brothers. So this is going on in the church. What I mean is that each one of you says, well, I follow Paul, or I follow Apollos, or I follow Cephas, or I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? So this has been going on for, for quite a while. This so there were culture. celebrity Christians back in Paul's day. Hey, well, I, well, I, this, you had this group saying, well, I follow the teachings of Paul. And you had that other group, I follow the teachings of Apollos, or I follow the teachers of uh, Peter or Cephas, whatever. Hmm. And a lot of times we do see that with uh, like these celebrity pastors. Absolutely. Right? Because you, you got your L.A. pastors out there we won't name any names but you know they're out there you got your new york city pastors you got your um uh, miami pastors and a lot of times let's say hollywood celebrities will uh follow certain celebrity pastors Hmm. so let's say if i'm like a i don't know brad pitt let's just use him for example i think he's actually like an atheist but anyway uh let's just use brad pitt and let's say he lives in l.a well, hey, I'm in Brad. I'm Brad Pitt, and I live in L.A., so I'm going to follow this L.A. pastor. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's my Christianity. It's following this pastor, right? And not that it's bad to admire others who walk with God and serve as an example for us and encourage us in the faith, but the world doesn't need more fanboys or fangirls, you know. Yep. Um, we need people who are humble. Um, people who are worshiping theologians, you know, um, following after those type of people who are passionate about God and his gospel. People who are personally worshiping theologians, not who are worshiping others who are theologians. Yeah, yeah. worshiping theologians, like theologians that are worshiping the Lord and not right. their own. Uh, Tyler uh, is a worshiping theologian, not Tyler worships the theologian Jonathan right. Edwards. That's right. Yeah. But I have to keep that in check. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I have to keep that in check yeah. now. So just recently, I'd say in the last, I don't know, month or so, Kanye West has been, you know, he's made the headlines a good bit for uh, professing to follow Christ. And in recent 
years, last couple of years. Uh, Justin Bieber's done the same. You got folks like the Jonas Brothers who make, um, well, at least one or two of them do, uh, make professions of faith. And so you've got all these, um, you know, really big ticket celebrity folks who are, are professing Christians now. Uh, I think the temptation is, uh, f- especially for followers of Christ and those who go to church, uh, the temptation is to judge those people based on perceptions of them. So like I may look at someone like a Justin Bieber and say, there ain't no way that's real because of something else he has done. Or you know, we may look at any of these celebrities and make judgment. And that is not uh, a proper response either. So while we should not fanboy over uh, celebrities and their uh, faith, we also should not judge them based on other things that they have or have not done, while at the same time, right, there's a balancing act here, because we are to be discerning. What's the difference between discerning and judgment? How about that? Because I think that plays a pretty big role in this, you know, conversation as well. Um, You know, as a follower of Christ, I need to be discerning as to whether or not a certain person is accurately portraying Christ. Right. So, I would, I would look at it through the lens of am I looking at their life to condemn or am I looking at their life to um, to love yeah to lo- or to see and to yeah. um, to explore at what they're what they're looking at or what they're diving into so so if I'm discerning your life I'm looking at all aspects of how the Lord's working do I see fruit do I not see fruit um, if I was judging you I'd, I would say, Oh Tim, he, you know, I don't really have to look at his. I don't have to look at his life. I don't have to 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 observe him because, you know, I I can just look at him and tell, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's the best answer. Well, that's I think it's kind of shooting off the cuff. Yeah, I think it goes back to um, the first part. You know, fanboying. Obviously, that is not a. We're only talking to males here. This is female and male conversation. But, you know, if I am elevating a celebrity above Christ, then there is much greater chance that I'm going to judge that person. If I'm looking to Christ and everything that I um, think about a certain individual, be they celebrity or not, if everything's going through the lens of Christ, then it is possible to be discerning and not judgmental. If I'm not going through Christ, it's all judgment. I mean, because that's our default is to judge others, because we want to look better than others, oh, yeah. even if it's celebrities, right? Uh, I want to look better than Tyler. Mm. I want to look better than... than The Colin. The Colin. I want to look better than Kanye West, right? I mean, that's our default as humans. So uh, we just always have to be careful that in any of these uh, you know, celebrities who profess faith in Christ, that's wonderful. That is fantastic, and we should be you know, wholeheartedly supporting that. And here's the deal. Here's the reality is, whether they are being genuine or not in it, one, that's not our place to judge. But two, even if they're not genuine in it, if they're professing the name of Christ, that's a good thing. Absolutely. And Paul says that too. And I'd argue too that we shouldn't ascribe a job description to someone that only God can fill. Mm, Yeah. You know, like looking at these celebrities, you know, just sitting there watching them, I mean, that's what the world does, though, like with famous people. Like, we watch and we wait for someone to fall and so we can condemn and so we can judge, you know, instead of, like, looking at these people as 
people who were created in the image of God who yet are still fallen and broken just like we are. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. And that goes for any that goes for pastors, that goes for um Kanye West, whoever, man. Like at the end of the day, like we're all broken humans, like yep. with sin natures. Like this just happens. Yep. Um And it doesn't matter how bad your previous life has been, you know, you may look at somebody who's been in nothing but R rated films and worse, and you look at them and say, Well, their life doesn't reflect Christ, there's no way they're truly following him. That's possible, right? But then again, before Christ, that's what my life was. My life was a big R-rated film, right? you know? And, you know, someone reminded us Wednesday night uh, in our um, student meeting that you got this guy named Manasseh in the Old Testament who was about as bad as you could get. I mean, the dude killed babies, so he was bad. Bad news. And even him... um, uh, scripture talks about him uh, turning to Christ yep. and God giving him a relationship with himself. It, it, it's not up to us to, to prescribe that. We can't say whether such and such a person deserves or doesn't deserve Jesus because, hey, the reality is that I don't deserve Jesus, and Jesus knows that, but he reached out and took me, just like he can do with anybody else, celebrity or not. Um so, uh, yeah, I think we need to be careful about celebrities, that we don't ascribe too much worth and value to them. Uh, we don't ever need to look to them above Christ. We need to walk in humility, too. I mean, that's yeah. the whole that whole teaching of uh, Jesus. Sermon, is, is it a Sermon on the Mount? I think it's Sermon on the Mount. Anyways, uh, he's like, before you go um, deal with the speck in your brother's eye, you might want to look at the log in your own. You know, and before, like, I go say, hey, Tim, or hey, Kanye, you know, this, 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 and this, I see in you some issues. Maybe I need to deal with X, Y, and Z, though, in my own life before I go point out. Not mm-hmm. that you don't go keep brothers accountable. That's not what I'm saying. You know, we should keep accountable. Like, I would hope you would do that with me. I would, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. you would hope the same. Mm-hmm. But approaching someone in a posture of humility is completely different than approaching, approaching someone in uh, mm-hmm. a posture of, Hey, I got my life figured out. You yeah, know? yeah, that's and a you, huge and point. You need to be too. Yep, I think a lot of times we we read that passage and we only think of it in relation to sin, which you know, obviously that's um, I think if I remember right, that's probably the context of that passage. But you know, let's say that so and so's theology is different than mine. Let's even say, good gracious, <laughs> Tyler's iPhone 14 just exploded over there. So. Boom. Uh, let's say theology is different, right? Um, let's even say that that so and so celebrity's theology is bad, right? Not biblical. Is that my place to judge and condemn them for poor theology? No, not at all. What is my place, though, is to pray for that person that the Lord, the Holy Spirit, would um, you know convict and and redirect their view of God to the place that it should be. I think it, wow, where is it? First uh, John, we were talking about this the other night. First John 5, Paul says, um, oh, I'm going to butcher this. Basically, he's making the, the statement that uh, we are to pray for brothers who are in sin, um, that they would be repentant. Uh, we have a responsibility as followers of Christ to do that. 
Mm-hmm. So when we see these uh, celebrities, they may be unreachable, right? I'm not ever going to be able to get in contact with Kanye West. Not going to happen, right? I don't know. Twitter actually makes yeah, it kind of, yeah, you know, I can tweet him. Anyway, right, he's never going to read it, though. Uh, but what I can do that's going to get a whole lot closer to him is I can pray for him and that even though there may be some bad theology, same with these celebrity pastors, man, right? They've, there's a lot of them out there that have some crazy theology that's just not right. They're out there. But uh, we can pray for him that the Lord would direct and convict and all those things. He can do it. We can't. I'm never going to change Joel Osteen's mind. Wait, hold on. Did I say that out loud? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Edit. Right, I'm not going to change his mind. I'm not going to change... What's another one of those guys? Benny Hinn, but did you see the the latest stuff I, with Benny I, Hinn? Um, about how he came out and said prosperity gospel's trash? Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. So anyway, and that that's a perfect example, right? Is that man working in Benny Hinn's life and finally he just figured it out? No, that's the Holy Spirit revealing to him truth of Scripture. So it doesn't matter who the celebrity is, who the pastor is. That's uh, that's the deal. I think a good bow to tie this up. Joe Thorne um, says this. Joe Thorne's a pastor up in uh, Chicago area. I would ascribe to him celebrity status. Really? He has more than ten thousand followers, oh, and yeah. he has a podcast. Oh, yeah, the, I forgot. Yeah, the and they have their own merch store, so he's uh, definitely a celeb. Well, this is what this is what the celebrity pastor <laughs> says about celebrity pastors. All right, perfect. Don't be a fanboy. Be known as one, as one who loves Jesus, the church, and the world. Be a person who knows the truth and makes it known, and who is willing not only to join with others for the cause of Christ and His kingdom, but is also willing to challenge that group. When things get out of line. Good word, Joe. That's pretty good. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. If you want to sponsor the next episode of That's our right. podcast, Fluent Grace, hit us up. Uh, if you want to share with us some of your followers on Instagram and Twitter and all that, we will take them. Wouldn't that be fun if you could donate followers? <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. Hey, can I'll take. A, can I get a transfer of 50, please? <laughs> Hey, I just want to hit 10,000. There is real things where you can buy. I had a student enlighten me one time back in the day. Back in the day is in like a couple years ago. Yeah. You can purchase followers. Did you know that? You can purchase Instagram followers. Dude, that is a whole new level of shallow. And a whole new uh, <laughs> level of wasted money. That's right. Can you imagine throwing your hard-earned money at just a few followers on Instagram? And they're not even real, man. It's like, so, ah, it's a pretty genius idea, though. Like that's genius. I'm gonna, I'm gonna prey on shallow people, and take all their money. Yeah, who is is probably one person that controls about 15 different accounts, and you know, yeah. All right, we are not gonna ever purchase Instagram followers. Uh, we will make that commitment. But if you want to, uh, my money anyway. No, no. Maybe with Colin, since the he's not here. Yeah, yeah. Well, your donations for Colin. When Maybe that's a Sherilyn. The Sherilyn. Sherilyn, yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said, hey, go share this with your friends so that they can follow us on Instagram and Facebook and do all those things and leave us reviews and ratings and uh, subscribe on, let's see, where are we on? Uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on all those things. Wow. Yeah, it's big time. So anyway, do all that. Uh, we would like to, we'll start with just a thousand. We just want to get to a thousand right now. Yeah. 
We're we'll at, start at hum- a humble beginning. Of right, a, of right. A we just want a thousand right now. So once we get to a thousand, we'll have a big celebration party, and we'll try to add a zero down the road a little bit. <laughs> anyway, y'all want a world record for today? Oh yeah, let's do it. Colin's not here, but that's it. That's Sherling. World you record. Share a world record. That works. Sure. I like it. There's a lot of things that we are attributing to Sherling. So. Basically, Sherilyn is... This is definition number three, Sherilyn. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's your world record submission for the day. Okay? Or Sherilyn. Uh, we are currently sitting in a church library. Okay. Right? Yep. Uh, so for those listeners who cannot see what we are seeing, uh, we are, I wouldn't say surrounded by books, but you know there are three fairly large bookshelves with books and other media. I have such a genius idea. What's that? For a game that we do. We go pick out a bizarre book in this library and talk about it. That'd be pretty good. We should do that next time. Yeah, bizarre library books. All right, so speaking of library books, do you know uh, the number of books in the largest church library in the world? Where's that at? Uh, San Diego. I'm going to go with it's the church library. Right, it's the church library, not a public library. Not a private library. I'm going to go 5,000. 5,000. So if you look around this room right here, um, this is about 1,200 books. Okay, I'm going to change my answer, Tim. I'm going to go with (laughs) 10,000. The largest largest church library in the 50 United States has a whopping 14,600 books. That's impressive, man. That is. Which makes you wonder, are there really that many, like, authors writing about things that should be in a church library? That's when we're going to play this game, Tim. (laughs) I don't know if that's a wise idea, because we're at y'all's church library, and I don't want to be ripping on a book in your church library. Hey, if it needs to be ripped on, then it needs to be ripped out. I'm just going to... Hey, I'm really focusing on this book up here with Deborah on it. Like, we're advertising (laughs) the book on Deborah. A woman who brought an entire nation back to God. There we go. Solid. Shout out, Deborah. That has been your world record uh, of the day, uh, which, by the way, is completely bogus. I, I made see all a book up. over there called Chosen. We got some closet Calvinists up here in Grace. Uh, also in the same series is a book called Chaos. So, <laughs> Poor lunatic. <laughs> so when left unchecked. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's it, folks. We're done. Uh, we got to get to some other things this afternoon. So, appreciate you listening. Uh, come back, check us out, episode number 26, uh, where I think we're going to talk about different denominations. So, we'll talk through why there are multiple denominations, maybe some of the differences between them, that kind of thing. So, uh, that's it. Go do your thing. Share us on social media. We out.